0: Woe to you, O Earth, and It's the Hop, the Hop Nation USA Podcast! Welcome back, Hop Nation. This is episode 110 of the Hop Nation USA Podcast. I am your host, Adam. Joining me, as always, is Steve. Steve, I assume, is glad to be here. I am here. Yes. Eventually, I'm going to get you to say that you are happy to be here or pleased to be here or at least content to be here. I'm
1: never happy to be anywhere.
0: That's... (laughs) (laughs) Take that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's something. Take that. (laughs) (laughs) So we're here to talk beer, and we do have ourselves a theme tonight. It's just us in the Hop Nation Central. Uh, but we are talking lime beers these are beers that have brewed been brewed with lime those fancy little green fruits
1: fancy okay sure
0: <laughs> i mean when you're at a taco stand and they throw that little lime wedge on top of your tacos it's like oh, all right they know what they're doing does that make you feel better it, like it does okay it Bing, does.
1: You, you don't really get those at taco bell so right. that, that's how you know that you've made a step up that's
0: the line okay if you get the little lime wedge that you, can you get squeeze. the wedge yeah everybody knows that it's a basic truth yeah
1: go just jumping back to me not being happy to be anywhere uh-huh that's actually like not an insult to the show no because that means everything's the same to me <laughs> welcome to your gray world exactly <laughs> it just is i view the world like dogs do <laughs> from 18
0: inches off the ground if I've had enough. <laughs> I'd say that's a weird way to go about it. <laughs> if I've had enough. <laughs> uh, so we are drinking line beers, and the first one is actually a very special beer. Uh, this one uh, was actually a gift from Steve to me, and so I'm going to kind of re-gift it back a little bit, because we're going to drink it together. Regift gift it to the show. To the show. To you, the listener, for the greater good.
1: Mm, it's not really for the greater good. I don't know. <laughs> the greater good. <laughs> It's not, it's not really anything other
0: than kind of a nana nana boo boo to people. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a rarity, yeah. uh, and uh, we're going to lead off with it. This is coming from a defunct brewery, a brewery that no longer exists. This is the Tallgrass Brewing Company, Key Lime Pie. Yes. Yes, they come out of, or formerly came out of <laughs> Man- yeah, uh, Manhattan, Kansas, which I believe is the home of Kansas State University. Could be sounds about right
1: i also believe at the time they were the biggest brewery in kansas
0: not anymore nope (laughs) Uh, but this is their key lime pie uh checks in at 4.2 percent abv no idea on the ibus uh i wouldn't expect much of one because it's a sour ale. it's key lime pie come on yeah it's it's a key lime pie ale it's not hop it doesn't care it doesn't matter right (laughs) Right. don't <laughs> matter. Uh, they claim that it is a sour blonde ale uh, made with lime peel, key lime, and uh, we're going to drink it. Okay. Let's do that. Okie doke. So, uh, on the look of it, it's a very clear beer, very nice looking.
1: Yeah, it really is. It's pretty picturesque and honestly you wouldn't suspect it of being a key lime pie beer
0: no you'd expect it being a vfw drinker yeah uh this is kind of a uh maybe a wolf in sheep's clothing perhaps or something i don't know it looks good (laughs) i mm,
1: wolf in sheep's clothing more like dessert in (laughs) dessert disguised as celery sticks yeah maybe maybe disguised as celery sticks maybe just disguised as cardboard all right you know yeah (laughs) i'm trying to i'm (laughs) trying to think like you know vfw beers that are they're plain you don't think much about them they blend in yeah they blend in yeah this is this is this is dessert disguising itself as white rice okay that's what this is all right i can dig it (laughs)
0: yeah uh yeah very nice looking beer nice and clear the head is kind of kind of nice fluffy white here too yeah
1: it was nice fluffy white Mm -hmm. dissipated pretty quick but yeah it was there on the nose it's
0: it's key lime pie yeah on
1: the nose it's key lime pie i mean it's you even get a little bit of that sourness to it.
0: Right. And yeah. It's not just the lime. You don't get just the lime. You mm-hmm. get that full key lime
1: pie. Yeah. It has that sweet creaminess. You can tell mm-hmm. it's sweet yeah. from the nose. Yep. So.
0: <laughs> yep. so let's get in on this. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. I like that. It does have that, that tartness of the uh, the key lime, but it also has a sweetness of uh, like you would have with the whipped topping. With the meringue. The meringue. Thank you very much. And I, I think there's a little bit of graham cracker going on there as well.
1: Yeah, I don't get a whole lot of like graham cracker taste to it, but I get, I get a I, I little bit. I definitely get the meringue and the key lime out of it. Yeah, this is a winner. Yeah, so this is something we talked about uh, two episodes, three episodes ago. Okay, uh, when we're when we had a when we we're at the uh, Shriners Homebrew event. Yes. We had Brian Llewellyn on, and he had a Key Lime Pie beer. Mm -hmm. That was was a very big thing that was going... Seems to be going around in home brewers with Key Lime pies. Yes,
0: because there were multiple Key Lime beers going on there. Uh, Both were excellent, by the way. So that's kind of a,
1: you know, a reason for the season for this episode is like we we had
0: we had a bunch of key lime
1: beers and we had lime beers, so it's like, well, there's some big breweries that do them too. Right. <laughs> you right. don't have to just go searching homebrew events.
0: Right. So this is uh, by far the most lime beers I've had in, the, in a month span. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's not, it's not a bad adjunct at all. It, it, no. It definitely gives you a, a different flavor profile than mm-hmm. just straight up like orange juice and citrus hop. Right. Uh but yeah we were talking to brian who had made his key lime pie beer and like you got all three notes off of that mm-hmm. with the kind of creamy sweetness of the sugar and the key limes and the graham cracker this one you don't get so much as a graham
0: cracker but you know it's uh it's kind of nice it makes up for it in that kind of sweet meringue yeah uh, action jackson yeah which, it's, it's still yeah it's good yeah it's, it's that's nice. all there is to it it's good it's good
1: but it also still fits the pie it's not just uh, not just lime beer <laughs> right right exactly it's not just something squeezed into a corona <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we'll get into that later on maybe better not no we definitely will i'm not, I'm not
1: drinking corona i didn't show. say we're gonna drink it we're okay. gonna talk about
0: it okay we can bad mouth it that's why <laughs> <laughs> i'm, I'm down with that they're not a sponsor uh no so <laughs> never will be either <laughs> mm, nah i would take corona money
1: uh, I wouldn't <laughs> Okay I'll take it and You won't <laughs> No you won't either <laughs> The Show will be burned <laughs> Down to the ground That's right We're willing to take money From a lot of people But we don't take it From breweries that's That is con- true That's
0: a conflict of interest no. And we won't be doing it Well I could just Take the money And then just Stop the show and then to start a new one mm, probably can't do that either without me knowing about it <laughs> I want to pay in full up front <laughs> I
1: know where you live we'll find you and I You're will make there you pay right now <laughs> exactly I'll split it with you I don't mind
0: that's okay we'll
1: take uh, okay that's the thing we'll take corona money to stop the show yeah we'll let them pay us to stop bad-mouthing corona (laughs) yeah
0: yeah we'll get paid off that way i'm fine with that that is extortion but i'm okay with that (laughs) as long as the check's big enough yeah my morality isn't that strong (laughs) corona sucks (laughs) yeah (laughs) nobody likes you (laughs) all right uh yeah this is a good beer Mm -hmm. uh why don't you say we keep enjoying it get in some news and notes yes okay okay
1: so uh news ish yes the uh coming from Brewbound by way of the brewers association or the other way around however you want to look about it depends on what article you read yeah the uh, brewers association has released numbers on the lack of growth in the craft beer industry okay yeah craft beer is dead so everybody pack it in go home all right this is our (laughs) last episode we had a good run everybody pack it in time to go home (laughs) yeah basically it's just going over how there's no growth in the beer industry okay yeah i'm not I'm not gonna get like too too in depth about it, but like twenty eight of the top fifty breweries didn't grow now is that the uh, top in terms of volume? yeah, this is all in volume, okay, yeah, yeah yeah, so percentage of volume uh so like twenty eight of the f- top fifty they didn't grow or they just stayed even mm-hmm. only seven of the top twenty grew by seven uh, single digits, very few grew by double digits. Okay. Uh, n- notably of that would be Three Floyds, Two Roads, and uh, Rheingeist.
0: Really? Two Roads? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. All, all, all breweries we know. Yeah, and uh, I know at least two of them have been on the show. All three of them have been on the show. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Pretty sure Ryan Geist has been on the show. Well, I know Ryan Geist has been on the show. Okay. We've done a Rheingeist episode. Oh, we did. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember you were there? Yeah. Well, then we've definitely done all three. <laughs>
1: Other breweries I grew, Great Divide and Belching Beaver. Just more things I like. Mm -hmm. I don't
0: care. (laughs) Right. So really, I'm just going to assume that you are the reason they're still growing? Well, not
1: Belching Beaver, because I can't get them here yet. Yet. But with their continued growth, they can break into this market. and
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come to Pennsylvania. Yeah,
1: and I'll gladly drink more of that peanut butter stout that they have and uh, try some of the uh, Deftone collaboration beers Mm -hmm. that they have.
0: So I I did they give any insight as to why it's not growing on no. on the top? No. Okay.
1: No. I mean it's it's all over. There's little to no growth. Gotcha. They even got into the AB InBev brands. Okay. And like, they between all eleven brands that AB InBev has, mm-hmm. you know, they only grew like one percent. Okay. Yeah.
0: So. They, they didn't get into the hyper-localization, no, they, into that or anything like that?
1: No, not that I saw. I mean, I, I would just kind of skimmed through just saying it was mostly numbers about, like, how there's no growth. I figured, you know, we could add in two of the reasons why. And the reason why is exactly, like you said, hyper-localization mm-hmm. in that every, pretty much it's getting to the point where, especially in Pittsburgh at least, every town is getting a brew pub.
0: Right so and they're all brew pubs making good beer
1: yeah yeah and i can only imagine that rings true for places like new york city and asheville and uh you know all over california where it's just like brew pub after brew pub they all brew good like i think at this point to open a brew pub you have to be brewing something better than miller Coors. right you know or ab and bev yeah. like if you can brew something at least better than a shit pilsner
0: you're on a good start <laughs> yeah. people will come <laughs> yeah because it's it's it goes back to the neighborhood bar right you know just that the neighborhood bar happens to have their beer brewed on site mm-hmm. yeah and people will support it yeah
1: brewed on site gives you variety actually gives you flavor mm-hmm. gives you something you want to drink And So the only thing that people have to worry about is staying open, (laughs) right? So that that just comes into quality and You know if you want to follow trends you can follow trends not every Brewery does but Mm. if you want to try to grow you have to right so yeah, not everybody can market to the hype beast right niche not everybody has to no and that's a good thing yeah you if you want to open a brewery and just focus mainly on like belgians Mm -hmm. and things like that you can please do that in my neighborhood yeah do it in adam's neighborhood he'll be there all the time Mm -hmm. you know but you can do that just don't expect to grow at all right you know get your niche fan base and everybody you know who's a belgian fan will show up for it they'll find you yeah, it's yeah. just you won't grow like Treehouse. Treehouse was a brewery that did grow a lot, mm-hmm, but that's because they market the hype beasts, right?
0: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, the one other note that was worth talking about was uh, Green Flash. Oh, okay. <laughs> because they did not recover <laughs> in any sense. <laughs> I kind of had a hunch. Yeah, uh, they fell thirty-seven percent in volume. Yeah, and they fell out of the top fifty. Really? Yeah, breweries in
0: America. Oof. Yeah not that i'm entirely surprised yeah but with that much of a market pullback yeah that's expected to happen well let's see you don't
1: innovate and you overspend and that's what you get <laughs> right <laughs> you become bloated
0: and you can't sustain yeah that's right so but cautionary I, tales <laughs> it, it might be something where they they pull back and then they're able to do a slower more sustained growth I don't, well
1: i don't think they're going to grow that's the thing i think they reach
0: their pinnacle, and they're just gonna go back to a regional brew.
1: Yeah, I think I think the majority of breweries are going to, in the future, mm-hmm. the majority of breweries are at most are gonna top out at like maybe hundred thousand barrels.
0: That's that's fine. That's plenty.
1: Yeah, that's plenty. Because I mean, that's what most of AB InBev brands operate at. Mm-hmm. They operate at you know the majority are at a hundred thousand barrels. Like Goose Island is about f- five hundred fifty thousand. Okay. So, you know, they're half a million. I think Elysian is close to half a million. Okay. And then, like, you can also look at Dogfish Head. Before, before they paired with Boston right, Beer right. Company, they they were at 300,000 barrels. Really? So Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I think, I imagine pairing with uh, Sam Adams now, they'll get up to that, you know, half million barrel because mm-hmm. they're meant to... Expand. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're meant to expand and they're also meant to compete with Goose Island yeah they get you know they'll get the same market penetration as
0: goose island mm-hmm. yeah it's a known brand that is still a i'll say a a favorable brand when it comes to craft beer drinkers no does that make sense no
1: <laughs> really yeah no really are you talking dogfish head or goose island no dogfish head versus Good- oh do- dogfish head is favorable yeah correct that's yeah. exactly oh, okay. what i'm saying i thought you were saying goose island's favorable. Nay, nay. I'm like no Nay, nay. <laughs> the only thing people do for goose island is like Put their heads down when they line up for the Bourbon County (laughs) (laughs) on Black Friday.
0: (laughs) Pull the the hoodie up over their face. Yeah. Don't Um, take pictures of me. Don't uh, tag me. That's right. (laughs) I'm not here. I wasn't here. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I was definitely saying that that dogfish head was in favor. Oh, yeah. No. Comparatively to... I think Goose overall, there, there's a lot of you know,
1: jerk-offs out there who have been like, oh, well, it's not really small anymore, are they, being that they're combined.
0: It's like, eh, They weren't small in the first place.
1: Yeah, they weren't really small in the first place, but still they're small in comparison because, again, if you go to AB InBev's 11 brands that they have, mm-hmm. they produce 8 million barrels altogether.
0: Um, yeah, okay.
1: So that's more than Boston Beer and Dogfish had together. Yeah. Don't be like don't be a jag <laughs>
0: <laughs> numbers don't lie yeah don't be
1: a jag yeah. The beer is better and it's still technically you know like small and they actually support small craft breweries mm-hmm. they don't try to you know vertically integrate hop farms and keep you know pot, you know keep production away from people
0: right they're not gonna bully people we hope right, right. We'll we hope sell. let's keep it that way dogfish head <laughs> keep it that way <laughs> come for you Sal.
1: that's Calzone. <laughs> I know that's not right. Nope. But I don't. His know name how. is not Sal Calzone. <laughs> that is not right.
0: But I don't know enough to correct you. <laughs> I just know it ain't right. James Cooker and Sal
1: Calzone. <laughs> James I'll <come>. Cooker. <laughs> I'll come for you. <laughs>
0: Coming for you. Hulk Hogan. Uh, speaking of beer. Okay. So uh, found out that the uh, the owners of Kona beer actually got sued and then they settled out of court why you may ask uh the suit stated that uh, people were misled about kona beer actually being produced in hawaii oh they they said hey we thought this was beer brewed in hawaii we bought it because it was made in hawaii Uh it wasn't right you you need to pay us money back right and they settled out of court for it Hmm. they actually did that
1: Hmm. How, how much did they say how much the settlement was like how many people were involved in the suit and how much was the settlement? So
0: what it will do, uh, about $2.9 million. Okay. Uh, and what they're going to do is it'll be refund uh-huh. uh, for purchas- purchasers between the end of February and 2013. Oh, I'm sorry. Since the end of February 2013. Right. And it'll be up to $20 per household with receipts. Damn it. $10 without receipts. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh ah oh i'm wondering yes because i almost guarantee i have a coca brown Uh uh-huh in into that checked in into that period yes so I could take a screenshot of my untapped profile and be like, hey, what the fuck? Get me some up. money. And that should be good enough as a receipt. I would think so. Because, like, I'm not going to go back in time and doctor untapped check it. I go can't do that. going back in time. can't do that.
0: Right. Fuck uh, yeah, $20 <laughs>
1: receive. <laughs> uh!
0: <laughs> so that way, they, they are, of course, part of the Craft Brew Alliance. Yes. And, and they also own Red Hook and Whitmer Brothers. Right. So the one thing they just have to not do... Mm-hmm.
1: Well, no. Even though it's still okay, it's still okay because we totally talked about this on the show before. Okay, about how Kona does produce on the island, mm-hmm. um, but they're—I believe—they're canned in either Oregon or Washington. So, and then they're also canned
0: somewhere here on the East Coast. So they are brewed in New Hampshire, Oregon, Tennessee, and Washington State.
1: Yeah okay so both oregon and washington right exactly so
0: you're not wrong <laughs> both <laughs> both dead <laughs>
1: both. i almost said vermont over this way because i know harpoon does out of vermont and a couple other places both Sure, right. i knew it was one of those white
0: states <laughs> <laughs> um vermont is the green mountain state thank you very much white and snowy
1: that's what i meant <laughs> there what you did go. you think i uh-huh. meant? uh-huh
0: uh-huh. Just where people like to ski. <laughs> <laughs> so the Craft Brew Alliance uh is one third owned uh by an affiliate of Anheuser Busch mm-hmm. A B InBev.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I think yeah, I always thought the deal with Kona was like they're they're technically independently owned, but they do like because of their distro.
0: Yeah, it's something yeah. weird like that. They're not a full A B InBev brand. Right. But there is a
1: an they alliance. Get help. yeah they get help, so they're still technically not uh craft
0: or independent right yeah. so i don't know how you have to prove i don't know if it is just an uh, untapped check in i bet i could use that or you could just say listen i've drank your beer give me, <laughs> <laughs> give, me give me money give me <laughs> so if you don't have receipts it's only up to 10 dollars bully them <laughs> there you go get a- <laughs> after i'm done with Sal Calzone. Money. <laughs> <laughs> okay give me money <laughs> that's just the bottom line give yeah. Steve money that's right
1: yes i got a little bit of local okay little
0: did you know what you got uh did you know that it's jeep week i did yeah as a matter of fact i will be there on friday for the gathering of the jeeps in downtown butler gathering of the jeeps
1: (laughs) (laughs) you guys gonna drink your fago and wear your clown makeup (laughs) (laughs) there's gonna be independent wrestlers there (laughs) yeah no, it's, the, it's the gathering of the jeeps but it's the uh, jeep week has been sponsored by butler brewworks yes yeah and uh in honor of jeep week they've even produced
0: five five beers so two things one do we have any idea what those beers are yeah i got them w- what are they okay so they produce five
1: jeep inspired beers mm-hmm. they're all canned okay you can buy cans of them uh they have the soft top it's a new england ipa okay Makes sense. They have the Go Devil Goza. Okay. The Bantam Amber. hmm The GP Pale Ale. hmm And the Wrangler Wave Session IPA. Right on. And you can buy a four-pack of a mix of the Go Devil, the Bantam, the GP, and the Wrangler. Oh. Yeah. Soft Top doesn't come in this four-pack. No. Sorry. That's uh, all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it was going on all week. Started on the fourth, runs through the ninth. hmm like you said, you'll be there on Friday if you're listening. Yeah, as you should. Yeah, as you should. Uh, that's when the Jeep invasion slash gathering of the Jeeps is <laughs> <laughs> gathering of the Jeep <laughs> Gross. Um But yeah, all weekend they'll have like Cornhole, they'll have an outdoor bar running, they got live music, and then Sunday they're also having a full cornhole tournament. So yeah. Right on. They're having some Food
0: trucks of all kinds. So the one thing that I would suggest to Butler Brew Works, and this is purely opinion, is don't do five, do seven. You have to explain the
1: reference. can't just do things like that because I don't get it.
0: I know you don't. Well, I was going to get there. but I was was leading you on to say, Adam, (laughs) what do you mean? Why would it be seven (laughs) rather than five? And I did it. I (laughs) did it in my own rude way. (laughs) You (laughs) did. You kind of just cannibal the pool there. Yeah.
1: You got to explain the (laughs) reference because people don't get it. So it's like it's just you and your brother Chris giggling right now. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Can't have two people laughing. <laughs> Got to
0: bring us all in. <laughs> so the reason behind that is the uh, the classic Jeep grill has seven slats in it, and that is one of the calling cards of the classic Jeep. Oh. And the modern Jeep, as a matter of fact, is oh. the seven slatted grill.
1: Yeah, that makes sense, because then you can tie all seven cans to the front of your grill. Bada bing, bada boom. At the next gathering of the Jeep belows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> gathering of the Jeep Lows. <laughs> Uh, that may or may not be a Photoshop <laughs> I'm all <right laughs> in with <that>. the future. <laughs> I'm good with that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be there. Uh, my brother will actually be there as well. He's bringing his classic Jeep into town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it's running again. So, that's a plus. Yeah, good for him. Uh, agreed. Agreed. So, yeah. Uh, come find me. I'll be by the silver one. Okay. <laughs>
1: Everybody go... <laughs> Everybody go get pictures and autographs with Adam <laughs> this Friday <laughs> at Butler Brew Works the gathering of the Jeep are <laughs> you're, you're a real Chris Jericho at the car show. <laughs> <laughs> Attendance not
0: guaranteed. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, what do you say we get back to this tall grass? Yeah, speaking of
1: reduction in volume <laughs> production. Uh, yeah. <laughs> This is now zero from Tallgrass. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which sucks, because this is a really good beer.
1: Yeah. It, uh, that's the one thing that, like, bummed me out, is, like, I would get Tallgrass beers from Ohio, and they're relatively, like, you know, they're fairly priced. Like, they weren't they weren't expensive beers, mm-hmm. but they're always very tasty, like they're Buffalo Sweat uh, Stouts. Oh, okay. They're very good. And, uh, yeah, this is a real shame. So,
0: R.I.P. Tallgrass. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we'll, we'll send you out with the... 21 Lime Salute, I guess.
1: Yeah. As far as as I know, they haven't been saved by anybody. As far as I know. It may have changed.
0: (laughs) If anybody knows, if Tallgrass has been saved, whether it be via the Tallgrass name or somebody has taken all the recipes and taken them somewhere else. Who got them recipes? Let us know. Get at us at HobnationUSA at gmail.com. We'll see if anything changed during the break. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of, we are going to take said break, and we'll be back with another lime beer, and we're going to talk about limes and beer. Hooray. Hooray. We're back. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including T-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. And we are back. This is episode 110. This is segment two. This is minute one. This is Adam. That's Steve. What are we drinking? Our next beer in the lime-arama, I guess gathering of the Limes.
1: no you can't (laughs) steal my jokes (laughs) you gotta find another transgressive (laughs) rock group that has some sort of thing that goes on can't just steal my things (laughs) uh the next beer though is coming to us from mindful a pittsburgh local deals and they have the lime agave which is a wheat beer brewed with agave nectar it's also using fresh limes And it comes in at
0: 6%
1: ABV. Right on. And 15 IBUs. Okay,
0: that's a good combination. Yeah, so it should be just fine for you. Yes, agreed. So interesting enough, I don't believe Mindful has been canning for that long. I'd say within the last couple of months I've seen them popping up.
1: Well, they did crawlers for a a minute. They did. They did. Because, oh, fudge. Uh, I believe it's episode four of the podcast. Only he didn't say fudge. <laughs> I said fudge this time. <laughs> but I believe it's episode four of the podcast mm-hmm. that we had Mindful's Dry Irish Stout. Which was in a crowler. Which was in a crowler, right. yeah. So they had been at least doing crowlers for two years, mm-hmm. at least. <laughs> yes. That's how you do the math. <laughs> <laughs> and it checks. Yeah. But yeah, i I haven't seen them too much in cans. I know they've been canning, but I don't remember for how long. But now they're obviously available to us because we bought one. Yes. And we got it at House of Brews in Robinson. That's the thing.
0: Yes. (laughs) Thank you for enabling us House of Brews. That's where we go a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So taking a look at this one, uh, it's a lot more uh, cloudy. Yes. but, But that makes sense because it's a wheat beer right exactly wheats are cloudy yeah it's a cloudy wheat
1: beer it's the head is fluffier Mm -hmm. the bubbles are a little tighter
0: which i'm i'm a skosh just a skosh impressed with yeah because with lime being added in there you would think that the acidity of the lime would cut down on that head
1: it might yeah it it, it it can it can especially if they used zest because Mm -hmm. then you have the oils from the skin which would hurt it even more but they've obviously compensated for that so yes everything looks nice uh not quite as effervescent as the last beer we had no no but that's not to say this doesn't hold its own right no that the last beer was very much like a pub you know a a bubbly vfw beer like we talked about Mm -hmm. this looks like a wheat beer yes but could also have a different smell about it Mm -hmm. which we'll find out now smells like a wheat beer with a little bit of lime in it yeah 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 it's uh, i mean it's definitely there it's present it smells a little sweet to me mm-hmm. but i don't think they're trying to shoot for pie
0: no so <laughs> no this is definitely not a, a pie beer yeah so yeah uh,
1: time to drink okay time to find out hmm. i got no beef with it i don't have too much beef with it not too much beef not too much beef
0: well okay
1: so i i, I, get, I definitely get a lot of wheat flavor on it which you can tell yeah i mean you can tell first and foremost this is a wheat beer Mm -hmm. i don't get a whole lot of
0: agave out of it is what i'm yeah it i i will say that it does have a little bit of a a more of a bitter back end than i was expecting yeah I don't know what the deal with that is.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a little bitter and malty on the back end. Mm-hmm. So my first initial thought about what this beer was going to be is uh, I had expectations of it being like the Sierra Nevada Outre Vase. Okay. Yeah, which is it's a lot more su- sweet. It's mm-hmm. a lot more light. Uh, this beer, you know, it's a little bit of a
0: is a little wheaty. It's it a is. Wheat-y. Yeah, it is. It is not necessarily a a full blown grass cutter. It, it does have a little bit of I'd say heft to it.
1: Yeah, I, I Yeah, and it, it is six percent. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just my initial expectations were Sierra Nevada Vase. Mm-hmm. but now that I'm used to what this is supposed to be, I'm fine with it. Right. It's just that that's what my you know initial beef was. I was like, this isn't Vase.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just had to just reset your. Yeah. You just had to recalibrate a little bit. Right.
1: It's its own beer.
0: Right. Damn it. <laughs> it's allowed to do its own thing. It's doing its own thing. That's
1: right. Yeah, but, yeah, it has a pretty nice lime flavor up front. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, it does kind of taper into a little bit of a, you know, a weedy, malty, back, bitter back end. Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah. Yeah, it is not shockingly lime, but it is no. pleasantly lime. Shockingly lime, coming to you from Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there is a new... Mountain Dew coming out? There's always a new Mountain Dew coming out. (laughs) It's like Dew 50, I think it's called. Dew 50? Yeah, Dew 50. Okay. Apparently it's... I I think they said it was like 50 new flavors all in one. That doesn't make sense. uh, Neither does
1: Mountain Dew at large. (laughs) That's just pouring Dr. Pepper (laughs) in twice and then adding (laughs) four flavors.
0: And then here's Live Wire, Code Red. Right. (laughs) Voltage. Baja Blast. (laughs) Ooh, yeah. Which I do appreciate that that is in bottles now But it's never the same It's never the same No you gotta get it from the bell You gotta get it from the bell You gotta be in that right mindset
1: Where you just like man Fucking Taco Bell today (laughs) It's a Taco
0: Bell day (laughs) It's Taco Bell day
1: (laughs) I need this Baja Blast Because it's gonna be light and refreshing Compared to the awful trash I'm gonna put into it next
0: (laughs) Even though it in and of itself Is awful and trash And then cinnamon twists (laughs) Hooray so I only very recently uh, rediscovered those. I yeah. had had those for I'd say over a decade, hmm. and then I I got a box that uh, came with them. Yeah, I was just done kind of on a whim. Yeah, yeah. I I forgot how good they were. They're not bad. They're like pork rinds, but with cinnamon. <laughs> Mexican pork rinds. Still, it is <laughs> <laughs> just Mexican pork rinds. Yes. So speaking of Mexican things, uh-huh. let's talk about limes and beer. Okay. So first and foremost, we had talked earlier about using uh, or talking about Corona. Uh What is Corona most known for? The lime wedge in the beer. Right. So the thing is, there are several theories as to why there is that wedge in the beer. I got one. What's that? Corona sucks. <laughs> That's actually a, a, a valid theory. Yeah. <laughs> is, is saying that, well, the beer sucks. It's getting skunked because it's in a clear bottle. Right. So, yep. so yep. bartenders say, ah, we're going to throw a lime in there, try to cover some of this up. Yeah. Uh, another theory is that uh, it was put on there to, to uh, essentially cleanse the bottle. Okay. You know, use the acidity mm-hmm. of the lime to, mm-hmm. to cleanse it because yeah. if it was, you know, an open top or if it was, you know, bottled in Mexico, might not be the most sanitary was the theory. That's okay. Right. <laughs> uh, another theory was that uh, there was a bartender in 1981, I believe it was in Chicago, uh-huh. uh, said, you know what, I'm going to put a lime wedge in this beer and see if I can start a trend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It was just kind of a bar bet to see if I could get this to take off
1: that one I'm ah man if that one's true because here's Mm -hmm. the thing the number of quote unquote Mexican loggers out there Mm -hmm. that are loggers with lime already introduced into them yeah that are produced by American companies (laughs) right if it's just by some dude in Chicago (laughs) all of those companies look stupid and racist (laughs) very much so yes
0: that to me that would rank up there with the uh, the reuben being invented in kansas nebraska nebraska it's all the same no it's not (laughs) (laughs) one's a jayhawk (laughs) the other one's a cornhusker yeah
1: i i don't give nebraska credit for a lot of things but they're the home of the reuben so (laughs) Uh, credit where credit is due due. i
0: apologize nebraska
1: (laughs) yeah so, See, that's the thing. You have to give them credit for that because, man, they don't have a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't. They don't. Right. People from Nebraska will tell you that. They're like,
0: mm-hmm. ah, I don't know. It's awful out here. We got corn. <laughs> it's flat and it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, real story is nobody knows. Yeah. It just kind of appeared. Yeah. Nobody knows what the origin is, uh, what the theory behind it. We don't know if it was pirates trying to stave off scurvy in the early days, whether it was just a, you know, a bar bet or... Or to you know, something to ward off flies. Limes in drinks
1: started on, you know, not pirate ships but uh the damn we talked about this before too yeah, on another episode. To fight off scurvy. Yeah, to fight off scurvy. Mm-hmm. But it started in the actual British military. Correct. Like in the Navy. It yes. didn't start yeah. So it's been around for a bit. Mm-hmm. I it's a know, thing. Don't know why Mexican beer has it. I don't know. And it's just my <laughs> it's my theory that it's just because it sucks. <laughs> and they realize it's bad. And they go, ah,
0: this tastes a little bit better. <laughs> hey, and they keep selling. <laughs> Let them. Let them. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to drink it, but I will drink it. Right on. So uh, one of the things, since we're talki- talking about Corona with lime and a beer, one of the things that uh, Corona all- is known for is being drunk on the beach. Yeah. It's a beach beer. Yeah. Uh, Mexican lagers at large. I think that's just because it's sold at every tourist trap. <laughs> right. Right. But uh, the light loggers, you know, the Mexican loggers at large are kind of seen as a beach beer.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that, that's just the way they've now been marketed mm-hmm. now that they've become like large international brands. And right. Exactly. They're that's owned by international holding companies. Like, there's nothing really different between in Corona and, you know, like whatever trash we have up here. Mm-hmm. It's just they have beaches down there. They have the resorts. And they're going to try to trick you to think that Corona and Presidente and Seoul are all, you know, exotic. Right. But exactly. they're not. They're trash.
0: Well, they're, they're, it comes down to selling it as part of a lifestyle. Yeah. Is yeah. what it comes down yeah. to. Which, okay, yeah. L- let the boys in marketing run with that. That's yeah. fine. Uh, but it's a beach beer. But there is a word of warning. If and when you're going to put lime in your beer, uh-huh. uh, make sure that you wash your hands afterwards. That way you don't get lime disease spelled with an i not with a y yeah yeah so what will happen is if you have the uh the lime acids on your hand and you let it sit out in the sun uh what will happen is you can get up to second degree burns on your hand where that uh, oh, yes. where that was it's not really a disease. That's just getting burnt.
1: <laughs> it's just it's just a, that's yeah, just, it's just cooking. Getting, just cooking yourself extra,
0: right? What what happens is uh, uh, the lime undergoes a chemical reaction uh, when it hits the uh, direct ultraviolet light, uh, and then it's gonna start reacting with your skin, and it's gonna start burning, and gonna start blistering. Neat. So don't do that. It's also. I mean, that's also
1: how like ceviche works. I think. I don't know that I've ever had ceviche. Yeah, it's just a you know avocado and uh, shrimp and some other things in a bowl. And you spread a whole bunch of lime juice, and you cook the, uh, you know, the shrimp will cook mm-hmm. without uh, you know having to be
0: cooked. Cooked. I didn't know that. Yeah, I wonder where I could get some of that ceviche. Besides Mexico, oh, surely there's places around here. You think so? Yeah, I gotta be. I, I gotta get some of that. Gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be. Yeah. So if you're gonna do that, if you're going out on the beach, if you're drinking it outside, uh, make sure you wash your hands. Cool. Just wash your hands. Watch your hands. So. If you wanted to brew with lime, uh, we'll get into the home brewing side of things here. Mm-hmm. Right, there's a couple of things you need to look out for. Uh, number one, uh, you had mentioned this at the top of the segment with the, uh, the rinds, the skin of the lime, the oils. Yeah. Uh, if you do uh, use those, uh, watch out for the oils because that will cut down on your head Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm-hmm that's mm -hmm, you're gonna have mm -hmm, that with mm -hmm. most anything with oils it's gonna cut down whether it's from peanuts or oranges or limes or yeah vegetable oil
1: anything with oils and especially anything with fats try to avoid anything with fat yes
0: yes looking at you cashews
1: (laughs) cashews chocolate (laughs) yes we've talked about how chocolate if you use chocolate try to use like as close as you can to 100% cacao yes
0: Yes. It's don't good. use Hershey's milk chocolate. You can, but you it know, won't you got to well. do extra work. <laughs> right. And some of that extra work would include adding uh, additional, uh, we're getting back to the lime side of things. Wherever, I don't right, care yeah. about the chocolate. Right. Uh, but there is extra work. Some of the thing you can do is you can use a diluted juice. Juice. Uh, kind of like a limeade. Mm-hmm. Because what that does is that will counteract uh, the acids with more additional sugars. Okay. And that sugar will be fermented because if you use just a straight up lime juice, there are still sugars in there. So right. what'll happen is that'll get fermented and then that balance goes away. Okay. And so you'll just... It this it won't taste right. Okay. So if you're going to do that, make sure you add some some additional uh, sugars, whether that's through a... It could be like a limeade slush. Yeah. Or you add additional uh, sugars in and, of, in and of itself, a cane sugar or whatever. Uh, if you're going to add it at the boil, similar to with hops, uh, to, to keep the... The, uh, the flavors and things like that, add it late mm-hmm. in the boil. Don't. Add it later, add it in the uh, Whirlpool after yes. flame out. Yes, you can do it at flame out. Uh, you can do it at secondary as well. Uh, some of the other things you can do is you can add it at bottling, similar to what a, uh, like a a coffee beer, you know, a cold brew coffee. Mm-hmm. If you add that at, at kegging or bottling, I apologize to the uh, the keggers of the world. <laughs>
1: and some people can now we've we've learned that yeah what the we, hell <laughs> we learned that from uh or the home brewing event we went to some people are now just home canning yeah that is hardcore
0: apparently that cost you about two thousand dollars set you back a bit more power to you <laughs> uh if you're that passionate about your beer which obviously some people are yeah obviously <laughs> more power to you obviously
1: <laughs> we've seen it <laughs> in action in it,
0: the wild it is a thing yeah Uh so Uh, The other thing you can do, and this is probably the most simple you can do, uh, once you've brewed your beer, uh, you've bottled it, and you've poured it into your glass, just squeeze a couple wedges in there. I guess you're good. Just do it at the (laughs) very, very last step before you drink it. I guess you could. Just have some wedges, squeeze it in there, boom, you got lime flavoring.
1: You can do that. I feel like if you're doing that, you might be admitting shortcomings of your own beer. <laughs>
0: yes. Okay.
1: Yes. I just feel like that's what the signal is. Yeah, but Any, you
0: can do that <laughs> anytime
1: you're adding something post what the beer is already mm-hmm. at.
0: You're 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 signaling that this isn't what you wanted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and let, yeah, because if you come back with the story and saying, "Okay, guys, there's a process here," right yeah you're not gonna win that argument
1: right no you can't come back and say there's a process you're you're saying i want to try something like this yes i didn't get it there but here's if i add limes it gets (laughs) it (laughs) there. i mean some people make the argument that you know randalls can do whatever they'll impart Mm -hmm. flavors and i've seen people do it with cold you know cold brew presses yeah if you're just being silly and having a silly goose time which is perfectly fine that's fine you can do that too right
0: (laughs) but to me if you're taking it to a homebrew event oh yeah if you're doing this at a homebrew event you're a jag Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't do that at a homebrew event, even if you're gonna try to say that it's part of you know you know if you're gonna try to sell it yeah again going back to it being part of a lifestyle right
1: right yeah
0: it's not gonna work yeah get good
1: yeah, if you're if you're having silly goose time, you're having silly goose time. Mm-hmm. Like uh abjuration when they throw marshmallows on top of their cereal beers. Yeah, that's just silly goose time. Right, right. <laughs> they're they're
0: just doing it for funsies. Right. The beer is still good without the marshmallows. Right. Without the graham cracker rim. Yeah, I'm or trying to whatever think whatever
1: uh, else. Evil Genius did that one year at I think Brutal. I believe is Evil Genius, but they had their uh, purple monkey dishwasher, mm-hmm. and they were doing like variants of it. With a cold brew press coffee Right. <laughs> with a French press. Where mm-hmm. they're just pressing like marshmallows and shit. And it, like halfway through they're doing like a s'mores one. And then they realize, Oh, it was either s'mores or coconut, but something clogged up the French press. <laughs> and they were just like uh just add coconut to everything else that's supposed to come out the rest of the day <laughs> oh good lord <laughs> because we can't get the coconut out this is too much of a mess It's
0: <laughs> what way it's
1: gonna be yeah it's like uh we didn't expect this mm. we we're just fooling around
0: <laughs> right. and, and that's the same way with the lime uh with a lot of adjuncts you just got to get it right uh there's going to be some trial and error here there's nothing in particular you have to do uh it'd be similar to any other citrus if you got to do a trial and error just do a trial and error
1: my suggestion is add a lot yeah that's my suggestion because we did just recently brew a black ipa with lime and i didn't get as much lime flavor out of it as i wanted mm-hmm. and i had used four limes at whirlpool and four limes at secondary and i just i still didn't get as much as i wanted so i would probably double that and right. say eight limes for whirlpool
0: and eight limes for secondary so uh, just uh, as note, this is an award-winning beer, and so, Steve wants more lime. Well,
1: it, it won it for something else. I didn't even advertise it as a lime beer <laughs> because
0: it didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's just some quick hits, some quick tips on what to do with lime and lime history and lime whatnots when it comes to beer. Cool. Yes. Speaking of lime beers.
1: Speaking of lime beers, there is the mindful lime agave. Not bad. Pretty decent. Yeah, <laughs> I got no beef with it. Nah, me neither. I mean, now that I figured out, it's just trying to be its own thing,
0: <laughs> and that's okay.
1: Would have been cooler if it was Otrevase. Well, <laughs> you take that up with them. Yeah, Otrevace isn't even a wheat beer, so
0: you're <laughs> <laughs> not even getting out of the blocks. I know. I just, I just want. Oh, all right, I just want an vase now. <laughs> oh, well, I can't help you there. I don't have one in my fridge. Give me agave. <laughs> can't do it. Agave nectar. But back back to this lime agave. I, son of a bitch. <laughs> no good beer. Uh, I like it. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I I would get it in a variety pack. Sure. But I don't know that I would get it in a twenty-four pack.
1: Yeah, this is yeah. This would be good for like a tailgater. I mean, mm-hmm. It's a good tailgater if you had a bunch in a cooler you could just like pick and choose from It's like i'm gonna have a lime agave now i'm gonna have this other thing now i'm gonna have this other thing You know,
0: it's, it's fine to me what I find the perfect situation for this beer is An early spring day that is unseasonably warm. hmm and you're outside Okay, like if it's 65 and there's still snow on the ground weird <laughs> This beer that I, I think that would work perfectly
1: Okay I, 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 that, Adams one specific day in late April. <laughs> April twenty fifth
0: is the perfect day. <laughs> there you go. There you go.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's fine for uh, you could enjoy this at a tor- uh, cornhole tournament. Heck yeah. Yeah, not at Butler Brew Works. So they have their own beer. Sorry, only hyperlocalization. Five, only five, not seven. <laughs> wrong county. <laughs> That's right. Wrong county. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, what, uh, what do you say we take a break? Uh huh. Come back yeah drink more beers okay
1: hey slackers i'm matt and i'm jesse we host american slacker the show that keeps you updated on all the weirdest news around the globe along with what's going on in the world of xbox music and movie suggestions and fun interactive games Every other week, we bring on interesting guests from all walks of life. From filmmakers to musicians, funeral directors to small business owners, and even Jeff Goldblum. What? No. We never got Goldblum, man. Oh, man can dream, can't he? American Slacker Podcast. New episodes every Wednesday. Available on Spotify, iTunes, and all of your smart devices. Or anywhere else, you know, you might
0: happen to cop a podcast. They're downloading MP3s, not buying an eighth. I'm shutting this shit down That's it There you go Welcome back to Hop Nation We are gonna step into the limelight With our third beer You like that? God damn it
1: The limelight It's the third segment And we're just now getting to the point Where there's rush puns Yeah I'm so mad We could've been doing rush puns the entire time
0: Guess they weren't as close to my heart As I thought I know Well you still have made a choice all right. Well, whatever. All right. Third beer. Third beer. Third beer is coming from the Elysian Brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about them. Yeah, they're a uh, they're a small outfit uh, trying to <laughs> just make their <laughs> way in
1: the world. Right.
0: <laughs> you know, they're. They got a, one or two that people know know them for. <laughs>
1: we are a craft beer podcast, not an independent beer podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Lizzie and they're gonna they're gonna come in on uh, on this episode with the uh, Salute the Sun Pale Ale, five point two percent ABV. Mm-hmm. This is uh, conditioned on sun dried black limes. Okay. Uh, slightly tart, high, highly citrusy, super chill. That's what they call it. Okay. There you go. We gonna drink it.
1: So it's an ale, not a, it's not a amber lager. Correct. It is, a, sort of, it is a pale ale. Okay. It's not meant to be some sort of racist Mexican lager thing. No. Okay, I'm just saying, I would expect, I would expect that out of an AB InBev product to call something a Mexican lager when it's not produced by right. any Mexicans or in Mexico.
0: <laughs> nope. This is just regular ass pale ale. All right then. So let's drink it.
1: With lime. <laughs> yes. You really did our due diligence on this episode we drank something you can't get anymore <laughs> <laughs> we drank something local mm-hmm. now we're drinking something that everybody can enjoy right everybody wins well everybody can get i, I don't want to say enjoy right <laughs> they have the option to enjoy yes well you might not have the option to enjoy we <laughs> haven't tasted it it might taste <laughs> terrible <laughs> that is true. Ooh,
0: i smelled it yeah
1: looking at it it kind of looks like
0: the first beer it's a little darker. It does. I, I don't think it's quite as clear as what the tall grass was. No, it's not quite as clear uh, either. But it's certainly not as hazy as what the mindful was. Right. So it's in the middle. It's in the middle. But I will say it does lean a little bit closer to the uh, the tall grass. Yeah, it's got a little. It's got
1: the little effervescent bubbles bubbling away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it looks decent enough. It looks like a pale
0: ale. Mm-hmm. Everything tonight's looked like a pale ale. Yeah, <laughs> or a wheat. So One I, or the other. So I, I doubt there are too many uh, lime porters out there. Uh, probably not. That's a roasty flavor that's real hard yeah. for lime to overcome. Yeah. So you're going to have to use like 12 limes. Yeah. Top tip.
1: Top tip. 12, 12, 12 limes. limes. <laughs> 12 limes of Whirlpool. 12 limes of secondary.
0: <laughs> 12 limes of Christmas. Smells. Smells like a paleo. ale. I, I, I would go a little bit further. You
1: think it just smells like an IPA?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's It's pretty
1: close. It's pretty close. To me, it's kind
0: of got that that, that stench to it. (laughs) That stank. (laughs) It does. It doesn't
1: have... uh, Yeah, I don't smell any lime at all. No. I I just smell
0: hops. Mm -hmm. Did they say what hops were used? I believe it was a shit ton of citra. I'm sorry, a ridiculous amount. Okay. Uh, So, citra. Okay. There you go
1: great so it, it's probably just gonna taste like orange <laughs> oranges and limes
0: only one way to find out let's do it yeah not uh not jumping out at you there no okay then
1: i, I mean not to you know I, i'm not trying to just be like oh fuck abn B. i'm not trying to be that way
0: you're just facing facts
1: yeah I'm just facing facts it, it just tastes like a pale ale Like, there's nothing about this that tastes like, uh, you know, it has, like, it's been aged on black limes whatever the hell it was saying. Right. Sun-dried
0: black limes. Right.
1: Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it doesn't taste like it was conditioned on sun-dried black limes. It doesn't taste like all those steps. Right. It's a lot of words and steps that I don't taste. And, and, it's got a big, you know, melty black lime on the front of it. Mm -hmm. So they're really trying to put forward that this is going to be a lime beer.
0: But it ain't. I don't taste it. No. Uh, so it's I would, a liar. <laughs> I would say that Mindful and especially Tallgrass have uh, provided that much more. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. this episode.
1: Yeah, they both of those did it much better. Mm-hmm. This just tastes like a pale ale. If this was the pale ale episode, well, we would talk that. Yeah, but we ain't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe
0: it would have a chance at something. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, th- this is just a pale ale. Okay. To me, it's, it's perfectly serviceable. Uh, as a lime beer... Mm. No, as a lime beer, it's trash. As a pale
1: ale, it's drinkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you
0: go. Yeah, that's all it is. Like, that's your summation. Yeah,
1: it's drinkable. You know, if you're looking for a cheap pale ale or if this comes in your, you know, summer variety box or whatever, grab it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You can drink it. It's not, you know, it's not undrinkable or anything. It is not a bad beer. No, it's not bad. It's just a bad lime beer. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> There's your scoop. That's the scoop, folks. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Let's continue to, to drink this, I guess. Yeah sure
1: (laughs) all right how how i mean compared to ipas how
0: is that treating you like it's it's better uh uh-huh but it is not in the category of i would seek it out okay it is not in the category of trying to get onto the short list okay it is not going to get past the velvet ropes on on charm alone gotcha so he's gonna have to wrap a 20 around the bottle
1: gotcha which i am not above (laughs) all right well there you have it folks we don't care (laughs) (laughs) pretty much nobody asked us but we don't care
0: and speaking of
1: yeah that's how we segue into the segment nobody asked you (laughs) for those of you who don't know we've done this in the past it's where we comb the internet for questions about beer and home brewing and what have you yes and whoever asks them we answer them on the show Yes. Rather than where they were asked. <laughs> 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 Nobody asked us, but we're answering. We're going to tell you. Yeah. So, Steve, what is your first? So, my first is a local. Okay. Uh, this is coming from Do Man, or rather, Day Man, because he, he spells it D E W M A H N.
0: Oh. So, yeah. Flinter of the name, Man? Yeah, all no,
1: right. it's, it's Pittsburghese. Oh, all right, I got you. It's like Dan Tan. Anytime you spell Dan Tan, that's D-A-H-N uh, I T-A-H-N gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> tan.
0: So speaking of I had some Pierogi soup last night Pierogi soup Pierogi soup Yeah Where? Uh, the yard I'm sorry the yard No the that's yad? not that. Nope that's uh-uh. That's Boston Uh uh-uh. uh That ain't it <laughs> The yard Huh Yeah pretty good Interesting Like really good Okay Like, yeah. like uh, I need mm. to go find A recipe good
1: Yeah I'll, I'll let it go yeah. Was
0: Was there actual Pasta in it Like Was there like Egg noodles in it I don't know. All right, then. (laughs) It had white white, kind of chunks in it, but it wasn't potato, but it might have been like a mashed potato. Okay. You know, like a potato filling. Maybe gnocchi? Maybe. I don't know what it was, but it was good. That's all I know. Okie doke. (laughs) (laughs) It's good.
1: Well, uh, Adam's inability to identify the parts of pierogi soup, (laughs) but apparently it's good overall. So there you go.
0: Go get it. There's your
1: review of pierogi soup from the (laughs) (laughs) yard. He's Irish, so take that for what you will. (laughs) All potatoes are good. (laughs) (laughs) Everything potatoes wine with me. (laughs) Anyway, back to uh, a do man's question from Reddit. He Hmm. uh, he posts on the uh, Pittsburgh beers. Yes. Subreddit. Yes. And his question was, what are your favorite Belgians from around the city? Ah, okay. Yes. Hmm. I know know this is a good question for you because you do enjoy your Belgians. I do from time to time. And you're from around the city. Also true. Of Pittsburgh, in case you couldn't figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, we do have to make it clear. We've been picking up listeners in Afghanistan. Yeah. And I believe Guatemala and El Salvador have checked in okay so you gotta say not your city but our cities <laughs> <laughs> but all are
0: welcome for sure yeah no, if you visit pittsburgh check these out yeah definitely come on down uh so for me a belgian uh i'm actually gonna go to a, a place that is outside the 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 brewing area i would say but fatheads okay uh, they've got a really good belgian and i can't remember what the name of it is
1: they got a couple actually yeah Why don't you look that one up? Yeah. Look up the one you're thinking
0: of. Yes. Because I do have a couple. Fire away.
1: Yeah. I got a couple places, got a couple things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Cobble House, uh, they do a lot of good Belgians. Yes. They are definitely in the old world style. Yeah. They do old world style beers, but more importantly, they do Belgians really well. So, we had one over Christmas that was a triple, it was -hmm. really good. And uh, you know, on the Pittsburgh Beer subreddit, someone was touting the uh, quad that they have. Yes. So yeah, mm-hmm. check those out. Uh, Abjuration—they do Belgians pretty well. Yes. I like their Belgians. Yes. We've talked about theirs, <laughs> uh, yeah, at length.
0: So <laughs> <I'm not gonna laughs> we talk don't have to any. go back into it
1: any further. Yeah. Uh, Strange Roots, the Havocan. I don't know that I've had that one. I don't know if you've had it or, or either. It's a dark Belgian though. Ooh. Okay. It's really good. Uh, I don't know how often they have it on tap. Right. Because, like, I checked mine in years ago. So, <laughs> if you see it, though. Gotcha. If you see it, get it.
0: Uh, so, the one I was thinking of from Fatheads was the Head Trip.
1: Yeah, the Head Trip. That's, yeah. yeah
0: it's a Belgian triple. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah buddy. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. A mm-hmm. uh,
1: couple places I would check out, though. Because, I mean, if I'm being honest, most of my Belgians come from... The source,
0: <laughs> I, I and I think I know exactly where you're going to send them. Uh, one of two places, <laughs> okay. I know uh, of one place, yeah.
1: Uh, Howell's is one, okay. Hales does they, they keep a pretty good stock of Belgian beers, they also keep a good stock of the proper glassware. Mm-hmm. I like it both, yep. And
0: the other place is
1: uh, Sharpage, yep.
0: Yeah. I do it, yeah, yeah. Yes, they might be a Scotia overpriced. Oh, you're also getting it yeah. from the source, yeah.
1: and and they deal specifically in belgians Mm -hmm. and they have them on tap yeah so yeah they're pretty good i mean some people have said some negative things about sharp edge i haven't other than them being overpriced (laughs) right right (laughs) but uh yeah uh, yeah, you can go down to either hauser or the sharp edge Mm. both of them have you know good selection of uh good selection of the belgian beers i like them all i'd say I like them all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bring more. It's like my it's like my underdog category, the Belgians. Yeah, I think so. Because like everybody knows me like for my fatty pastry boy. Okay, so that's times. That's kind of your dark horse. Yeah, that's where it, you know everybody knows me for that. Mm-hmm. And then everybody also knows I love my IPAs, right? Especially my Dippers. But I don't know if everybody knows that my love for Belgians.
0: I don't know many people that don't like Belgians. I don't know there's got to be some out there. I'm, I'm sure there are. Got to be. <laughs> I mean, with seven plus billion people in the world. Yeah. There's got to be
1: people out there who don't like Belgians because Belgians aren't the number one style. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a sad fact you have to face it. Yes. That.
0: <laughs> yes, I know. But yeah. still. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's all I got to say. Not everybody can
1: handle, you know, a Delirium Tremens or a Trappist or. <sighs> yeah. The Rochefort ten, I mean, the Rocheforts are are a little expensive. So they I are. understand why people don't drink those all the time. Chimays are damn; those are good.
0: So I, yeah, I the Rochefort ten is that is one of those ultimate beers for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's a you know that's a that's a celebration beer. Like I mm-hmm. did something, or somebody did something, or we're <laughs> celebrating something.
1: Something's getting celebrated, right?
0: <laughs> if I gotta make it up, I'll celebrate it. But that is one of those beers that. Uh, if you can find it, and you can find it, it relatively easily, just go to Giant Eagle. Yeah.
1: yeah, Rochefort's are pretty easy to find nowadays. Get it, drink yeah. it.
0: Yeah, Rocheforts,
1: Delirium Tremens—they're all pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, look into the Quack Brewery as well. They're they're pretty good, and then my favorite all one of my favorite all-time beers is the, uh, the Castile Rouge. Yes, I like the Castile Rouge, but also check out
0: the Carmelite. I have not had that one. Check it out. Okay. So, oh, good. Uh, next question. Okay. This comes from Beer Stan uh-huh. on Beer Advocate. Uh-huh. And his question is very simple When do you have too much beer? Uh-huh. Uh, not necessarily drinking wise, in terms of per session. Right. Or, you know, when you got to stop drinking. How much is too
1: much in your house? Correct.
0: (laughs) How much is too much in your house? When is you as a hoarder? (laughs) Yes. Yes. When are you the guy that is conditioning too much and not drinking enough? Right. So that's a very interesting question. Yeah. What is too much beer in the house? For
1: me, uh, I keep my beer stock actually pretty low. What do you consider pretty low? I have at most two six-packs. Mm-hmm. And maybe half of a six-pack is dedicated for future episodes. Okay. And then just probably like nine
0: beers in the fridge for drinking. That will go up if we just homebrewed. That's what I was going to say, that that might be a bit of a caveat to my answer, mm-hmm. is that I, I am not going to count homebrews, um, because those are not all necessarily for me.
1: Right yeah they're not necessarily for you
0: those are that's going to be in the the shareable category right Uh, because that's that's what happens with a lot of our homebrew is we share it friends family we'll give them a beer we'll give them a couple we'll give them a six pack whatever it may be right you know and that we're especially proud we'll give them to a actual brewer (laughs) correct we're especially proud (laughs) right uh so i'm gonna take those right out of the category But for me, I I have my own separate beer fridge. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've got probably a case to a case and a half at the ready. Yeah. The problem with that is I don't really drink at home that much. Right. So I honestly don't buy that much, but I still have a large stock.
1: I mean, you have a a sizable stock. Yes. You could handle people coming in to your house and drinking. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. If anybody showed up at my house, don't do that, by the way. Don't don't come here. Don't. Don't. Don't go well, to jeep week yeah <laughs> that's where his appearance is his appearance is a jeep week go to the silver jeep i'll be there unless i'm not <laughs> appearance not guaranteed uh yeah uh i have enough beer to to have a living room full of people satiated for at least a little while mm-hmm. and that's the
1: other thing is those beers are all for drinking too
0: yes for the most part i i, you I have, have
1: like four i think maybe that you're saving for special occasion
0: and it's not even saving for special occasions it's just the special occasion hasn't shown up yet right which is kind of a, a twisted way of
1: saying it it's a twisted way yeah it's it's rationalizing something but, a little bit <laughs> but you have four that you wouldn't want somebody just grabbing out of the fridge. correct this Correct. Is, this is what it is yeah i have like one okay you just know? out
0: of curiosity which one is that
1: gauge worldwide stout ah uh,
0: yes that would yeah. be one of my four
1: yeah it's just i don't want just some rando grabbing that and drinking it yeah i'd be mad <laughs> yeah you've earned that one <laughs> right that's my i i've been <laughs> keeping it and again accidentally it just hasn't you know i don't know been the right holiday or whatever right <laughs> i'm probably not going to drink it during the summer because it's no. the summer no so i gotta wait for it to get cold
0: again <laughs> so it might be thanksgiving 2019
1: <laughs> yeah other people we know they have cellars yes of beer that they forget what they have in there i think it, if you get to the point where you can't name the beers that you have that's too much
0: yes that's too much yes <laughs> uh because that means you uh you aren't going through it fast enough right so wait and
1: that's fine you're if you're not you going through it fast enough you're not looking at it enough <laughs> right
0: and that's fine if you don't drink at home that much uh i don't um but that's why you just keep the stock lower yeah
1: but if you don't drink at home that much, why are you buying so much damn beer? <laughs> right, right. Another point.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know there are
1: people out there who are just like always lining up at the can release. But like, you got it. You got to drink it. You get.
0: Right. That's <laughs> what it's for. Why are you wasting your time in line if you're not going to enjoy it? Yeah. It. it
1: it's funny because there's a very similar thing that happens with video game players. Okay. And. It, and that's mostly because video game players get a lot of free games nowadays. Oh, yeah. My library on my PlayStation mm-hmm. is huge. And that's because if you sign up for PlayStation Plus, which you kind of have to to play online, yeah. You get two free games every month oh okay so there's things i can't play <laughs> right exactly you but you're not doing anything to actively get them other than putting them
0: in my library right like you have to put them in your library or you don't get them anymore right but you don't you don't stand in line for them you right don't pay no pay an extra, yeah
1: i don't pay for them
0: <laughs> right you don't pay an extra 15 bucks for them or
1: whatever it may no, be no it's, so it's just like it's it's funny because it does happen that way like people do accidentally hoard <laughs> right right but Yeah, like beer. I feel like you're actively hoarding because yeah. it's it's a very like, you know You're supposed to be drinking it. It's a supposed to be drink right It's supposed to be enjoyed supposed <laughs> to yes <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I like that question though because it's just like when is too much too much because I, we know people who have Way too much on their hands. Mm-hmm. It's like what the
0: hell are you doing? Yeah. With all that? <laughs> I, my thought is anywhere between 6 and 24 mm-hmm is it is a good now that that excludes the home brews, and to me that also excludes if you have something for a party. Yeah, you know, it, for yeah, if you stocked up for a party, that doesn't count. Right, um, but for day to day, you know, beer stock, a six pack to a case, yeah, I think is appropriate.
1: I'm I'm willing to allow for 24 specialized beers mm-hmm. set aside to cellar. Okay, I'm willing to allow for that. Okay, <laughs> all right, because that's like two a month. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. two special beers a month. If you can't figure out how to drink two special beers a month, <laughs> you're frigging it up.
0: Right. You're in the wrong business.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're frigging it up. You need to drink more. And I don't say that often. But yeah. So that's a yeah, good question. Mm-hmm. uh The one I enjoyed, it came up on the Pittsburgh Craft Beer Facebook group. Okay. But I believe a lot of people will share the same sentiment because this wasn't just one person asking this question. But a bunch what was the question? So uh, Ryan the owner of beer Express. Okay, right down the road Mm -hmm. on Steubenville Pike. Yes uh, He uh, he he posted a picture. He got in a little small shipment of the Lagunitas hop water Okay, and do you know what the hop water is? I don't I'll be perfectly honest. Okay, it's a non-alcoholic Hopped
0: water. Okay. All right, and and I know there is a trend (laughs) For non-alcoholic beers, that yeah. is a, an actual uptick in the market.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you, it. This is, goes even farther than just non-alcoholic beer. Okay. It's just water. It's <laughs> hop water. And I can tell. I'll tell you the ex- exact use in a, in a bit. Okay. But the question that was asked by multiple people was why? Right. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? What's its purpose? So the real why, <laughs> the real why is the this non-alcoholic hop water Mm -hmm. is made for uh the the very california specific thc infused lagunitas products okay they make hoppy water and then they later infuse them
0: Ah. with thc
1: okay so they're still non-alcoholic they have five milligram and ten milligram Mm -hmm. versions but they also just ship out the water I don't know why they should just why? ship out the water. That's right. the real why. <laughs> I know why it exists, because it's a base part. <laughs> right. This is like Oreos shipping out just the cookie and not the cream. <laughs> right, exactly.
0: It's it. Uh, uh.
1: <laughs> so I had to come up with a, a why. <laughs> and I have a why. Okay. The why is you're supposed to take the non-alcoholic water, mm-hmm. one shot of Pinnacle Vodka, Yeah. and then uh, two parts orange juice. <laughs> and then you just make your own hazies at home
0: <laughs> I mean yeah
1: it's a home hazy kit <laughs> it's a home hazy kit <laughs> you take your hoppy water you mix it with
0: your OJ and you throw in a shot of OJ or shot so, of pinnacle so it's <laughs> literally just water and hops yeah pretty much yep. so the, so how were the hops added though I mean was it just they just took the the pellets and threw it in there and wait until it dissolved pellets
1: are whole leaf I'm not
0: exactly sure okay yeah well here's what I'm thinking you can do with it is you take that you get you know 10 gallons worth okay and then you just make your own beer with it and you brew with that and you brew with that instead go ahead try it it's gonna be damn expensive but I mean that's the only thing I can think of that you could do with this
1: that's why I'm saying just throw in a shot of vodka. <laughs> it's Yours a is quick.
0: way easier and way
1: cheaper. Huh? Yours is way know, easier yeah. and way cheaper. <laughs> it would be interesting to see what happens if you brew with it.
0: I would be curious. But uh, it, it, Even if you got like a little, you know, one gallon batch going with it. Yeah. See what happened? Yeah. Just do a
1: one gallon bucket. Yeah. Try it out. It's just amazing how many people are just like, why? Like,
0: <laughs> it's a very valid question.
1: Yeah. It's like, why
0: just drink hoppy water? Did anybody try it? Did anybody... Go buy a six pack and see what it actually tasted like. Um,
1: like like I said, it uh, it, it was posted from Beer Express, and like, uh, he didn't have anything to say about it, and I don't think anybody else had tried it yet. Like, gotcha. I think most people are just kind of like confused, right? Like I I had heard about this being produced, and I was like, I don't. Know. <laughs> What's the point? Yeah, which is I mean, which is fine because we've had hop candy before, mm-hmm. and I kind of get it. Like
0: if you really are into hops like that. Well, to me the hop candy is more of a novelty. Yeah. Whereas I don't think this is trying to go into the novelty market. I I don't know. It might be a novelty mixer is what I'm thinking about. Maybe but I mean obviously you know what you, you already stated what the purpose of it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I started yeah. With the, the real THC the real infusion. purpose is it's supposed to go to, you know, to the uh, I believe it's the Hi-Fi Hops series of products. Okay. That's what it's called, yeah. Yeah, the Hi-Fi hops series of products and that's you believe you can only get that in California home base of mm-hmm. obviously obviously um, Yeah, I Otherwise, I guess I would just be like trying to make I don't want to say gin and tonics because i hate gin and tonic <laughs> actually,
0: i actually wouldn't mind a gin and tonic
1: i mean it makes sense though right like this is the first recipe that comes to mind you throw that you throw a couple splashes of that in with a gin and tonic because mm-hmm. you're already gonna, it, you're gonna
0: get the the pine taste there right. with the gin and everything yeah i just don't like gin gin sucks <laughs> so i don't, I don't, I, don't mind, I don't mind gin in a properly mixed drink mm-hmm. i'm trying to think what else you could use it in though like oh, bong water Ah, uh, uh, there
1: you go there you go or, I mean, if you're, you know, in PA, where it's supposed to be the, the, the tobacco for your... Mm-hmm. Uh, right, for yeah. your tobacco pipe. <laughs> your tobacco pipe. Uh, right, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, unless you have a medical card, then do whatever you want. Right, that exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, all in all, I think it's just uh I I can't even call it a cash grab. No. Because it's not. There's it, such a small market for it. Right. I think
1: it's really just like trying to test the... Oh, um, I almost said test the waters and uh, uh,
0: test the hop waters. Oh, uh, blow my brains out on that
1: pun. <laughs> but your point still stands. Yeah, they're they're just trying to figure out like, are people dumb enough to buy this?
0: Maybe, maybe it says Lagunitas and it says hop on it. Yeah, somebody will grab it by accident. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Mocktails for-, mock for the teenagers. Uh. <laughs> Come on it's, down to the
1: community center. We got mocktails. It's not even O'Doul's <laughs> yeah. at that point No, it's not even O'Doul's because I think O'Doul's has 0.5% alcohol. Mm-hmm. This isn't even something where they made beer and then uh, You know cooked it off right. It's just water with hops. in. Yeah, it's just hoppy water Gross <laughs> Well to you. Yeah, Gross. <laughs> I would try it I wouldn't I, w- I would need three bottles one to try one to try on its own and then two to
0: experiment with mixers yeah all right yeah i will just donate my three to you thank you now you can have six thank you (laughs) i don't i don't need this (laughs) don't need it thank you don't need it so what else you got that's it oh okay yeah so yeah
1: that was you know nobody asked you we answered three questions from around the interverse the, the webiverse the
0: series of tubes the series of
1: tubes that connect us all together so yes. we can call each other racial slurs <laughs> um, <laughs> not, not quite that's what it's for oh, all right <laughs> that's what it's for just racial slurs and threatening the president right. i must have missed that class in middle school <laughs> and it wasn't a class it's just <laughs> how it turned out <laughs> it's no manual it's just what everybody decided <laughs> to use it for
0: <laughs> arguing and threatening the president and And cat videos. And cat videos. You can't deny the cat videos. Can't deny cat videos. What do you say we go to the podium? Oh, no, let's talk about this. Let's go back to
1: the the Elysian. Salute the sun. That's fine. It can salute my shorts.
0: Ooh. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah, Like, we already said it. Yeah. It's fine as a pale ale. It sucks as a lime ale.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. There you go. Podium. Podium. Uh, you go first. Okey-doke
1: bronze salute the sun (laughs) it's fine as pale ale sucks as a lime ale (laughs) moving on (laughs) uh yeah gets a little bit tougher but i'm gonna give um the mindful the silver the lime agave it it broke one of my rules of don't put a flavor Mm -hmm. on your labeling if i can't taste it they did they broke half the agave (laughs) i can can taste the lime Mm -hmm. i can taste the lime i can smell the lime it's all there i don't taste the agave sweetness and that's mostly because it is masked by the like the the malty wheat Mm -hmm. like just it tastes like a real you know standard wheat beer with some lime in it Mm -hmm. so in a way it's kind of like those mexican lagers but the wheat version of it gotcha you know Mm -hmm. it's fine and it's drinkable and it would be good on a hot day But it broke my rule (laughs) so it cannot win yeah cannot win gotcha gets the silver and gold i'll give to the the, uh, tall grass key lime pie i mean it tastes fine it Mm -hmm. tastes it tastes like key lime pie it tastes like meringue and key lime they got them both they got them both really well it's a very nice looking beer and just maybe as a little bit of you know posthumousness. yeah i give it a little bit extra bump that makes sense. For being dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to uh, agree with you across the board here. I'm going to put the Elysium in the uh, the bronze medal position. Hey, eh, it didn't do anything for me. Uh, it didn't jump out at me nearly as much as the other two did. Uh, the mindful Lime Agave, I did appreciate the uh, the attempt to combine the lime the agave on a wheat beer uh rather than a a light lager uh which seems to be kind of the way to go nowadays uh i appreciate that not a bad beer i i can think of situations of which i would like to have this beer so that in and of itself puts it ahead of the Elysium. i can't find a a good reason to (laughs) to drink this salute the sun the, the
1: last one at the bottom of the cooler would be the <laughs> reason to drink. The I mean, the, sun. the label's nice. You got to go into the pirates game real quick, so the last right. beer's got to go. All right, <laughs> so
0: you can drain the cooler. Here, drink this. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. Uh, but no, the lime agave definitely rises above that, so it goes into the silver metal position. Uh, the gold is going to the tall grass. Uh, the key lime pie kind of sucks. You can't get it anymore, uh, especially for you, the listener. Uh, cause you can't get it no more, cause it's a really good beer. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's right. Uh, it, yeah. It, it it hit everything that it said it was going to be. It tasted like key lime. It tasted, tasted like pie. It tasted like tasted like key lime pie. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Good beer. Good I wish beer. it still existed.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. The only thing we can do to possibly help you out, the listener, mm. is if Hitchhiker ever makes their key lime hole punch. Yes. Again that one also does it very very well Mm -hmm. and it calls itself an ipa
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're not going to get into that conversation
1: it was good enough to trick (laughs) Adam. it was (laughs) but yeah i mean if you want a good substitute i think the hitchhiker honestly i think the hitchhiker is better than the tall grass one okay i really do yeah okay yeah that one was such a knockout beer but yeah there you go right on them's the rankings yep for episode 110 the lime episode or as I like to call it, two thirds lime, because Elysian did bad.
0: They did. <laughs> but the label looks nice. It's got a cool label. Mm-hmm. I do like their label. Give it that. It's kind of got the it's same. It's good
1: enough to trick the average drinker, right? And it's, that's why we're here to stop that. It's, also, uh, fuck Corona. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> they haven't paid us the stop yet. Right? Yeah, we gotta <laughs> gotta get them both. <laughs> Well, we gotta extort them both for us exactly. to stop talking bad <laughs> <laughs> Buy Mindful Don't buy Tallgrass because you can't Buy Hitchhiker because you can Don't buy Elysian
0: Pretty much that's it That's that's your synopsis of the uh, the episode Yeah Don't buy Corona <laughs> <But> <laughs> Now pay us Drink Soul instead <laughs> uh, I'd actually go with Pacifico I like Modelo I'd go with Pacifico
1: if, if I'm drinking Mexican beer I like Modelo I do like a do like the darker one the uh negro modello gotcha I like i actually legitimately like that mm-hmm. no that's I strange on that. strange <laughs> but yeah there, there you go episode 110 mm-hmm. limes that's all that if you want to find us on social media all you have to do is search hop nation usa and that'll get you twitter instagram and facebook and if you want to listen to brand new episodes of hop nation usa every friday as you should then search hop nation usa on your favorite podcatcher like stitcher Podbean, google podcasts and apple podcasts and spotify spotify numbers keep going up I like hell that. yeah if you're on any of those platforms leave us a five-star review because we are a six-star show but they only
0: let us use five
1: and that's a bigger crime than john moxley winning the us igwp championship on his first match yeah, a little bit Yeah,
0: a little bit. Took it from Juice Robinson.
1: Kid's buried now in Japan. You get buried in Japan—that sucks. (laughs) They got a nice steakhouse, at least. (laughs) Rivera. There's your wrestling references for the week. Check that box. (laughs) Wrestling. Check.
0: (laughs) All right. What are we gonna do with all these limes?
1: (laughs) Corona. Check. (laughs) See, bullied the big brands. Check. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm good with it. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah, we'll be back next week with episode 111, and we'll be featuring Arkansas beers. Go, Razorbacks.